Hello, families, and welcome again to another episode of Thriving Autism Families. I'm your host, Crystal Sanford. I am an autism mom, just like most of you. I'm also a special education advocate and a speech pathologist. We love offering insight, humor, and hope for the autism parenting journey. Um, And today, there's going to be a lot of insight in regards to finances, Are you struggling with your finances, parents? Um, For so many of us with the pandemic, um, there's been a shift. And so we're going to learn today about how to thrive in our finances. So financial planning for autism families. And our special guest is Elizabeth Beltran. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Crystal. Thank you so much for having me today. Our pleasure. Thank you so much for being with us. Can't wait to dive into this topic. I know finances aren't always the like the most fun thing to talk about, but it's a necessary thing to talk about. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that's always something I I, I listen to my clients about it not being fun whatsoever. And I understand them. I understand them, but I truly love um, the finance the financial side too planning. So I'm all for it. (laughs) Oh, great. Awesome. Well, again, parents, thanks again for joining us for uh, Thriving Autism Families. Always know that the information that is shared is for your informational purposes only. If you're in need of legal or medical advice, please do contact a professional in that area. And then also know that our show is sponsored by the Sanford Autism Advocacy Group. You can check us out at www.sd autismhelp.com for help with your child's IEP. So again, our topic today is financial planning. We have Elizabeth Beltran. She is a phenomenal financial planner uh, based out of Southern California. Elizabeth was uh, born and raised in San Clemente, California. Uh, She graduated from her hometown high school, and then she graduated from Cal Poly Pomona with a bachelor's in business law and a concentration in finance and law. Elizabeth quickly knew that she wanted to continue learning about the finance industry, but also she wanted to do something meaningful for her community, such as financial planning. So now she is in her third year as a financial representative for Modern Woodmen of America, and she's very excited to continue helping families all around California. Uh, She's with Modern Woodmen, which has been a great opportunity for her to learn and grow as a financial expert. So, Elizabeth, you know, we really value story. You know, we really believe that everyone um, is so unique and their story matters. Uh, We'd love to hear a little bit more about what inspired you to become a a financial planner with a focus on helping families. Yeah, you know, I think like most people, you know, we go to college and we're thinking, okay, what do we we truly want to do? I know a lot of people leave college thinking like, I want nothing to do with that major. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was, you know, um, the other opposite. It was like, I want everything to do with the finance industry. You know, my concentration was in finance and law. So really my courses were divvied up between those two. And I found really high interest in just learning in general everything about finance. But when looking into careers in finance, I noticed that there was this fine line between, you know, a lot of it just being like data driven Mm -hmm. and the other part being, you know, out there in the world, social and just a very different kind of finance industry Mm -hmm. um, kind of work. And so that's really what I wanted to do. I didn't really want to go into 
office and just, you know, be staying at my computer all day. Okay. I really wanted that human interaction. And so that's where I came across finding this career of financial planner. And, you know, my focus with helping families, I truly think came from my background of I worked in the medical field for about six years for a, for a children's hospital. Uh, it was during my school, you know, it allowed me to go to school full time as well as work full time. Okay. And so just I learned a lot just by working there. I, I always tell myself that I, I'm a totally different person than when I first started working there. Mm-hmm. It gave me a totally different perspective on life. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I truly am thankful for that opportunity that that hospital gave me to be able to work there, um, directly dealing with patients and families. You know, I uh, got my license and being a nurse assistant um, just so I could get the job. And so that just really put me in front of patients and families that were struggling. And the biggest struggle was always the same common struggle, like yeah. financial, right, financial distress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was always something that I kept with myself, you know, in mind, like I feel I feel very, you know, um, bad that there's no other way that we can help these individuals besides, you know, the medical plan of care. Of course, the health of the child was always first. Right. But I truly think that also the parents were in in really bad mental health because of the financial distress Mm -hmm. that they were put into because of that specific situation. Yeah. And that's really interesting. I think for a lot of us, we don't realize that um, finances are so interwoven into caring for a child who has challenges or needs or, or health or medical issues. Um, so, you know, what are some of the struggles that your clients or families uh, come to you with when it comes to their finances now that you're in this position? Yeah, you know, you would think that it's like something like, oh, I don't understand it or you know, like it's too much, but truly what are the most common struggles that my clients come across regarding their finances is that they simply don't have the time for it or found somebody that they can trust. Mm. Uh, Everyone is so busy running around, um, you know, running their family household, uh, running a business, Mm -hmm. working their nine to five, all the things, right, that Californians have in common. (laughs) It's a super busy lifestyle. Um, All my clients get caught up, you know, in in doing great, a great job um, at their careers, you know, in their businesses, um, providing family time. They're doing a great job with that, Mm -hmm. but sometimes lack that financial planning because it's not always fun for everyone. Right. Right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, they prioritize other things. Uh, Not to say that there's anything bad with that, but it is just the biggest reason why people don't sit down and plan for life. That's truly where I come in Mm -hmm. and try to remind them, you know, about the importance of actually setting all these things up and making sure they have the, the specific resources to plan that as well. Yeah. So timing, you know, that I can relate to. And I think, uh, parents, as you're listening, you probably can too. Uh, The majority of us are autism parents um, in our audience here. And uh, time is precious. It's a precious commodity. Um, You know, like you said, especially in California, there's, you know, the weather's great. There's always something to do. We're really big on getting our kids in all these different activities. Autism kiddos, they've got therapies, blah, blah, blah. Um, And, you know, the thought of thinking about sitting down with a budget and a plan or working on the wheel like that, it's, it's like who who could even grasp or wrap your head around that? So, um, yeah, I could totally relate to that. Um, 
so what are two tips, let's just say, maybe, and if we get to more, you know, that's great, um, that you would give to autism families that they could literally implement tomorrow when it comes to their finances? You know, I think tip number one is to just get started. Um, it's going to be one step at a time, right? I'm not saying do everything all tomorrow. May have everything in place one month out. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But just starting is going to be much better than for you to have never started that planning. And it's going to truly buy you time. You know, we've, we've mentioned the importance of time here when it comes down to financial planning. Um, we definitely want to be prepared for, for the worst and, and as well as the best, right? Plan for the, the great days, right? The, the future um, college planning, um, you know, it's always exciting to to watch um, the kiddos go on to college or, you know, buy, buy their first car, whatever it may be, um, just starting. And that's already, already going to put you one step forward, be not like the previous day, right? It's going to already put you one step um, already into your financial planning. Yeah, that's wonderful. And that's, you know, we talk about that too, um, you know, in our company where we help parents with their IEPs. It's just um, uh, making that one step, that forward movement, you know, make that one phone call or that one email, um, do that one thing that, like you said, eventually, if you put enough of those little steps together, it's going to help you get to where you really want to be. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Just getting started. Um, what's something else that you feel like um, autism parents can do something that's a, a meaningful step in the right direction. I think a meaningful step in the right direction is definitely getting a financial professional to help you with that. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a lot. I wouldn't say it's difficult, but it is a lot different than, you know, it's, they're very unique families. They have very unique kind of planning. Mm -hmm. um, and so hiring a financial professional is going to be crucial to making sure you don't leave anything out. There's no holes in there in your financial planning, making sure that everything is clear. And when doing that, um, you know, you don't have to go with the first person that you see. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think like, well, I don't really want to go with that person. Well, that's, you know, that's good. That's good that you're questioning and truly finding the right person that can help you um, reach your goals and make sure that they're truly going to understand you um, and walk you comfortably right through your financial planning. We, we want to we want to get somebody that will educate us, not just do the things for us. That's really good. And that is so good um, because, I mean, that's very similar to what we talk about. As advocates, when we come in and help a parent with their IEP, we are not the company that will just take it and run with it and do it for you. We really value parent education and we want to just handhold and teach parents along the way, right? Teaching a man to fit or teaching a person to fish um, so that later they can do it on their own. So um, that's something to think about when you're working with a financial planner, somebody who's going to teach you the steps in the process along the way. 